still stands great is your faithfulness your faithfulness i'm still in your hands this is my confidence you never fail your promise still stands great is your guys just agree in prayer with me over everything that attacks your confidence and just let's just saturate it in the presence of God that half that always seems to agree with the circumstances more than God not failing you more than God being there for you this this piece of us as we get ready to preach about with all of our parts with all of our heart, soul, mind, and body. There's always that peace that tends to agree with what's not 
more than what is. So, Lord, we just saturate that peace uh, into the presence of God, into the will of God, I believe. We pray for it over our children, that they would saturate it, that, God, I know you've never failed me yet. That person, I'm believing you to save and deliver and set on fire for God. And in any time, what pops up in your head and what pops up in there and say, well, see, it's not... It's not going to happen. No, I'm, I'm just going to dip that and just saturate that into the presence of God till anytime anything comes up, it is that I call those things that be not as though they are. My God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could even ask or think beyond my imagination, beyond my expertise and my education and all of the academics in the world. It cannot compare to what the strength of God is doing in my life and what I'm willing to receive so Lord I bring every piece of my mind soul heart and body to the table I present it to you Jesus part of the greatest commandment Lord God I bring it all I don't want to leave anything behind I don't want to leave anything out I want to bring everything to the table I bring my doubts I bring my fears anything that attacks my confidence in you I present it Lord Jesus that it may know, just like I know, my God will never fail us. Never, never, ever will he forsake and give up on us. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I count not myself. I don't count all these things that could possibly go wrong or all these things that are not looking right. I only count this one thing, forgetting those things which are behind and press toward the mark. There's a mark for my children, there's a mark for my family, there's a mark for my faith that I'm going to press to. And I'm not going to give in to anything around me ever again. I, I give that to you. I saturate it into the presence of God. So now my fears are under the anointing. My, my, uh, my frustrations are under the presence of God. My doubt is under the presence of God. And they can only turn to believe that greater is he that's within us than he that is within the world. As I was worshiping God, one of my favorite songs, the lyrics of it says, I want my life to be a pleasing sacrifice in your eyes. Give me the fear or reverence of the Lord. Lord, I want to be whatever that is. I, I want to be pleasing to you. I want to be a pleasing sacrifice in your eyes. Lord, give me that. Give me that, Lord God, that reverence to where I want to honor you with my life. I want every part of my life to glorify you, Lord God. And, and I want to be able to do all things as unto the Lord. Wholeheartedly, Lord God, my life to be a pleasing, precious sacrifice in your eyes. Give me reverence, Lord, that I'll respect you more than I respect people. Respect you more than I respect popularity. Respect you more than I respect even my own flesh that desires to cries out and maybe not want to be fulfilling with God. Lord God, I thank you that I want my life to be that living sacrifice. Give me, give me. Sometimes I don't have it someday. Sometimes I don't have that respect for God like I need to. But I just want to receive that right now, Lord Jesus. That respect for you, that, that bows and worship you. I want to be like David as he picked up his stones. He had to bow before his decision. Lord, help us to bow before our fights. Help us to bow before these Goliaths and, and pick up the smoothness of your word to defend and overcome giants. 
I bless you. I thank you, Lord, today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, uh, how many of you guys like to give your all when you do something? <laughs> how many of y'all <laughs> wow, like to give your all when you do something you want to do? How's that? Let me, let me, am I not asking that question right? Man, that means that, woo, this might get hotter than I thought. Uh, <laughs> If, you know, if I'm going to go down, I want to go down doing my best. You know what I mean? I don't want to go back and go, man, if I would have, there's nothing worse than saying I just should have gave a little extra effort. But praise God for y'all. Hopefully I'll get you there by the time the sermon is over. So the title of it is With All. <laughs> with All. With All. A, a full-time believer walks with all their being. And then full-time for Jesus. Full-time for God. Does that mean you're perfect? No, but that means full-time you're pursuing whatever God has for you. Pursuing God's will, God's way, and God's time, and, and not going making excuses for why something didn't go your way or why you refuse to obey God. Don't say that's because that's what God wants me to do. No, just get up and move forward with doing it the next time. Amen? That's a full-time believer. Full-time going for it. Uh, Matthew chapter 23, verse 35 through 37, uh, they were asking him, you know, which one of them, one, one of them, an expert in the law. That means he's an ex expert in his opinion, expert in rules. You know, if you run into someone who's an expert in rules or experts in uh, opinions, but not good at following their own rules, right? They know how to give the rules. They don't know how to follow them. Right? They know how to explain them. They don't know how to be an example. And they're experts in the rules. A lot of people are experts in healthy eating. They just don't eat healthy. They tested him with a question. Teacher, which commandment is the greatest in the law? Jesus declared, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. With all. With all, all of it. Here you go, God. This is the greatest commandment is me to give you all of my stuff. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord God, for the abundance of your message going forth that I may do it as unto the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. With all, with all. With all protects us, uh, tends to, it actually protects us from ourselves. And, and I was just, even, even before I even got to finish writing this sermon, uh, here comes the illustrations. Yesterday morning at the gym, you know, we're, we're working out, Brad and I, and I decide to pick up these 100-pound plates without using my legs, 100-pound dumbbells. And I just bent, grabbed it, and I heard something just go crack just down the, the middle of my back. And I went, that's not good. So I set them down. And then I sat down. I go, man, you know, what just happened? Because it was like, I mean, it sounded like cereal that I had put in there. And, and of course, <laughs> here goes God goes, you didn't do it with all. You only did it with just your arms and your back. And God confirmed to me, you didn't mess anything up, but you're going to be in pain for the rest of today because you just made it sore. You didn't damage it. There's no slip disc. You know how your mind began to go like, you know, because there wasn't. Because I sit back down and there was no pain. As I know, when I stand up, there was no pain. When I sit down, that didn't feel so good. When you, he says, as much as you don't do anything, you're, you're, that's when it's going to hurt. But if you keep moving, you'll be fine. 
And I said, okay. So I was able to, you know, we continue working out. However, I didn't pick them up this time. I had someone hand them to me. And he says, just start to lose, not lose, use wisdom in everything you do. So with all, he says, now use with all your mind. Because then you just tried to use your strength and you didn't use your mind. So therefore, now you got issues. Now you're going to walk slower than you did yesterday. Didn't bother me if I stood up and walked. Didn't bother me if I run. Didn't bother me if I jump around. But when I try to sit down or lay down, that was uncomfortable. I messed up my rest by not using my all. How's that? How's that? With all. With all. I, I, and if I ever want to be in rest or if I ever want to be in peace, I need to serve the Lord my God with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind so that I can have the peaceful rest. In other words, I didn't sleep at all last night. How's that? But I got up, and as I ran the, the, the three miles this morning, no problem. As long as I'm upright, God finishes the rest, okay? And so part of it is, is this, and I was like, man, God, the illustration came, and good. I overslept yesterday anyway. I slept at 6 a.m. yesterday, so I was good. So, you know, I got the three extra hours of sleep, so we're good. Jesus gave also so that our gift of salvation is free, right? You come to Jesus, it's a free gift. He just comes in. It's not a gift you can earn. It's a gift that you get. The greatest commandment calls us to the place of his gift. He calls us to, to the with all love and with all mind, with all might, with all soul. That's where it calls us, the gift that calls us to that. And it's with all. His all was our gift from with all is our walk with God. So his all was our gift from God. With all is our walk with God. Jesus gave his all. That was his gift from God. God turned us back so we could have all of Christ on Christ. And then God came back so that Jesus could come. Jesus then turned, says the same thing to the Holy Spirit. I must all of me go away so that you can bring comfort to everybody. And not just in Galilee when I'm there, but you can be everywhere at once. He says, I, but I got to completely leave. Sometimes our kids won't grow completely if we still try to stay in their lives. Some marriages, the man marries the wife, her mother, her father, and her sisters. That's too many folks in the family. Too many folks in the family. Or the wife marries his mother, <laughs> his dad, his aunt, his sisters. The brothers, usually brothers don't get too involved in that. Like, no, you, you decided that's yours. You keep it. However, if you do all of that, then that means that you got too much in there. He says, I, must need, you, I need you to leave your mother and father so you can cleave to the one that you have. Because everyone's going to have an opinion, but they're not in it, so their opinion really doesn't count. Whatever half that is not walking with God is robbing us of peace and fruitfulness in our walk with Christ. So that half that doesn't want to do part of what God wants us to do. And there's, just, there, there's not a person in this room that haven't had part of us not want to do. Right? We've all had that. We've all had it where it's like, oh, today? Today, God, you really want, you really want me to serve today? Today, she can't, she can't help do her stuff today? I don't want to come home early because I'm going to have to help Rita go pick up the kids today. What if I wasn't here? She'd have to pick them all up anyway. Why don't I just circle the block till she has to leave till time for her to actually have to go? And he says, that's not with all your heart, soul, mind, and body. That's not with all. 
But I was like, but God, she would have had to do it if I hadn't come home early anyway. And the silence that I'm getting from y'all, y'all, that means y'all are Christians. Because that's exactly what God does to me. He quits even talking to me about it and just says, just keep driving and go pick up everybody now. First, it was just going to be one of the kids. Now you go get everybody. We usually have a good hold. Now, here's a part that's awesome, right? Because once we get saved, that's in God's hand. So we have a good hold on, on our soul, right? Because it's Christ. It's that love the Lord your God with all your heart. Let's just stop right there. That's where we tend to struggle, right? Because my soul is with God. I've given it to Christ. It's going to heaven. But my heart sometimes ain't always with God. I wish my heart would do what my soul has done and just be committed just as much as my soul is committed. I just wish there are days that my heart wouldn't, wouldn't fight me on obeying God, wouldn't, wouldn't fight me on, on just doing just my whole heart. Just on, I, I, you know, I almost went to jail yesterday. It's due for his 18th birthday, wanted these shoes. We go to the mall at 12. They tell us in Foot Locker. Now, I'm going to see if y'all are on my side. And I still need help. I still need counseling. And we go in there at 12. The man with his little earpiece said, oh, they went through a raffle. They will not go on sale till 3 p.m. Yeah, thank y'all. See? There we go. Okay, so y'all with me, right? Three hours. By the way, I've created an injury that needs me to be standing for three hours. Okay, well, you know, I need to be upright anyway. I don't need to be home. So we walked around for three hours and, you know, stopped and went to the food court. And, you know, they don't have stuff for people who are not eating meat. And, you know, we're just walking around. And so we go and we, <laughs> I'm still not quite over it yet. We go in there at 2.55 and he said, we are all out of shoes I just, I, as I, I grabbed, the, as we walked, we went to the, I said, we're going back. I've got to talk, and I found the same little, I said, man, you told me at 12 o'clock to come back at 3 to get these shoes. How are you out of them? Well, they just so, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, you said, and I was getting louder, and I was angry, and I was dressed not like a pastor so I could get away with this. I'd already had on all black, so he could go straight. I could, I could kill him and bury him. I could do the service all. And you could see he was, like, trying to back up. There was no, all the workers hid because they didn't want to be witnesses. And I was like, you, and, and, and my sons had stood at the door. And as I thought, they're looking at me. I just looked at him, and I just, and I just walked away. I just walked out because there are no shoes. I can't get it out of him. I can't get my time back. The three hours are gone. Just leave. Only thing you can keep now is your walk with God. That's all you get to take away is you and Jesus. That's all you get. You only get to walk out of here with Jesus. Isn't that good? And God's trying to encourage me. And I'm walking out, and I am losing weight walking out of there because I'm sweating. Like, all I wanted to do was hit him one time. And God says, you wouldn't have gotten one shoe. You'd have gone to jail on your son's 18th birthday. What a thing to remember for him. What a blessing you would have been for your son. And, and I, I thought about in, in that worker's face, because the look on his face, he was just like, 
you know, and as all of his work coworkers scattered, they weren't going to help him. And I was like, the last thing I need to be is somebody's threat. Oh, why is it my heart right? And I just walked out of there just, why is that still in there? Why is that still in there? Why didn't I, and then I start asking, why didn't I go ask a question? We had had thoughts around 155 when we were still waiting to go in there and just start circling the store. Why didn't we go in there and do that? I think the, I think the stuff was already sold to his buddies because it wasn't that many people there even when we got there. I think they'd already, I think it was, you know, we just got hustled. We just, sometimes they get, you get got. And around 7 p.m., I stopped thinking about wanting to punch that dude because <laughs> it didn't just go away. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't just go away. All I could think of was I'm going to just, just punch him and just empty out the store. I'm going to throw shoes out. I'm just going to lose it. And wouldn't that be something for y'all to have on TV? <laughs> That's my pastor right there. They got him in a nice little orange suit. Look, how's that going to work out? I think there are times where even though my soul is in heaven, my heart is here on earth. And then when my heart tends to go through that breaking stage or that halfway point stage, and, and I'm trying to wonder, do I really love God as much as my soul does? And I have to go, yes, I do. I just need to make the things go with God at all of it and not pieces of it. Sometimes we look for a deal and God says, why don't you pay full price? You get what you pay for you're so busy looking for him. Now, I love sales. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I, his, the shoes he buys and what I buy, I can stack up multiples compared to his one. Okay? I love him. I want him to have it. I want him to, he works for it. I want him to have it. I want him to do it. But, but, but I'm, I'm deal man. Deal or deal. Not no deal. Deal or deal. Or keep my money in my pocket. I'll walk out of there. If it ain't a good enough deal, I'll walk out. They will go in and pay full price. Our kids will pay full price, or we will pay full price. And then we, like, say, you, we say stuff like this, and right, I'm guilty of, that's too much, that's too expensive. But now we want them to bring down their standards in the area because it costs a lot. Well, maybe if their standards are high there, they're also going to have high standards for the people they hang out with and high standards for the things that they're doing on a daily basis. So if you can have a high standard shoe, maybe you have a high standard walk and a high standard study. That's why I wanted to jump them in there while they were here about this part of, of academics. I've watched people be the best worker at the place, be the most qualified, but because somebody had a little bit more piece of paper than they did, they didn't get the promotion. And a piece of paper person uh, might have been a great person but they weren't as good of a worker as the person that was more actually literally qualified. So sometimes I have to tell them, you have to go the extra mile. So not only are you accepted within yourself, but you're accepted with everyone around you. Right? That's, we hear that all the time as a Christian, right? We know everybody's doing it. Don't you be everybody. Go the extra mile. Right? Get your paper. Right? And I got to have that part around with me. Okay? So if they question you on the way home, say, Pastor did that on his own. Nobody paid him. And then you can have him call me, and I will confirm that with you. <laughs> and Isaiah chapter 1, uh, verse 16 through 20, uh, it says this, wash you, make you clean. So quit waiting for somebody else to clean you up and validate you. 
wash yourself. All right? The cool thing about self-esteem, it's self first. All right? Self-esteem. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. And, and the cool thing is, I love the way that verse breaks it down. Uh, put away the evil doing from before God's eyes. Because sometimes we look good in front of people, but we don't look that great in front of God. Because we know that people will judge us and people won't forgive us. But one thing to do is if I look good before God, which God sees all things, then I'm good before people. But the greatest thing about that is I'm good before God. He says, learn, here it is, learn to do well. How many, how many of y'all got some learning to do? Right? Because I don't do it well. I mean, I'm right here with you. We still got to learn. And that's what I love when, when kids about you. The miracle used to always say, I'm never going to need math again. I said, Miracle, I want to give you $100. She's all oh, good. And I give her a $10 bill. She goes, it's just a 10. I go, how do you know? Because it's just a 10. I said, how do you know it's just a 10? How do you not know it's a $100 bill? Well, because I, uh, yes, you got math. Now, don't tell me you don't need it again because that's what I'm going to give you every time you tell me that. And I'm going to tell you that it's something more than what I'm handing you. You need it. Right? When I, I said, Miracle, when I go to school and speaking, and it's just, uh, just I can't begin to tell you all how proud I am of her standing up in front of people speaking, college professors that she's speaking to. I said, they give you a time limit. You don't know math. You go over your time, you won't have to count your money. You won't be invited back. You won't be invited back. So they say crazy stuff. Kids say now, they said, oh, we don't need English. Now ask them to write something on the board. You will start crying in a disappointment of spelling. And they got a phone that they could Google the word. You start crying. And, and then I, and God says, man, you, if you ask some believers on, on praying by faith, they can't spell that either. A lot of people believe in God. They don't believe in Jesus. A lot of people believe in Jesus don't have faith. They don't. They begin to, to not trust in, 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 in whatever things is. So I, I have to use this example, and I think I have so many examples. My brother Alan, who's, who, who died in 1987, but, but before then, a few years before his death, uh, he was facing 50 years in prison in Tennessee over an accusation. Now, because of what we knew of him, we, we figured he was going to go to prison just because of the lifestyle he lived. And my 29, he's going to go to prison. We, we, we're pretty sure he did whatever they said he did. My mom says, if I hear you say it, he may go to prison, but you'll die. I'll kill you. <laughs> okay, what do you need us to do? Pray. And believe God that the right thing comes out. Come to find out that the girl was, had made up a story. She just lied. Because he wouldn't make her be one of his women. So my mom said, I don't care how bad y'all are living, I still want justice for you. So that was, a, that was a benefit. She says, I'm not justifying a bad lifestyle. What I'm saying is, I want you to get the right fair deal for whatever you do. Now, if you're wrong and you go wrong, then okay, I can live with that. But don't you ever say because you speculate somebody's wrong that they should get wrong things to them. I went, all right, then. We will never do that again. This is good. 
because I was serious about my end of the deal. I will kill you. We love you. But you have to learn to do well. When you came to Jesus, did you have to learn to do some things differently? There were some things you used to do automatically, but then you're like, man, that's not really a good example. That's not doing well. And so do well. Seek justice. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, saith Jehovah. This is God talking. He says, come reason with me. Let's talk this stuff over. Don't just give up. Don't just say you can't do it. Don't just say you're unqualified. Don't just say you're not smart enough. Don't do that. He says, let's just reason this together. Uh, Though your sins be as scarlet, they, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth for the mouth of Jehovah had spoken it. And I'm thinking like if I'm willing and obedient, I'm going to eat good. If I don't willfully obey, something's going to eat me. I don't like to be eaten. Hated those games because I was the smallest. I had to be the object. You'll be the ball because you're the little. Well, something about the ball or the bait it don't end out so well for the bait. You start the dogs to chasing us, and then we'll outrun them. Because I was smaller, I had to run under the gate. Well, there were times I didn't make it. And I was like, why did I agree to that all the time? Because our cool thing, you know, run out of fun stuff to do was let the neighbor's German shepherds try to see if they could catch us. And there were times I didn't make it over the fence or under it. I was like, I'm tired of being the bait. Y'all get in there. No, we're the smallest. I think that's what the enemy wants us to do, even as believers, to be somebody else's bait while they run their lives and do whatever they want to do. And God said, no, you live for me. You're, you're qualified to live out loud and be blessed as well. You don't have to be bait for anybody. to be anybody's uh, issues. So God made us well for heaven through our faith in Jesus. God called us to do well here on earth. So he made us well through Jesus, and he called us to do well here. So I'm made well through Christ, but I can do well because of Christ. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's the word tells us. This must be learned. My faith had to be, I had to learn it. I had to learn to to bless those who curse me. Forgive I had to learn that. That wasn't automatic to forgive somebody. I still have to learn it on some days when I go to Foot Locker and they don't have that chew in three hours that they said they were going to have. You have to learn to obey the word. You have to learn to live out all of the word. It's a learned process. That's why we read the word in a daily and put it in us. If you ever walked into a church and I've done this or listened to a message, oh, I've heard that, and you changed the channel only to go back and realize you needed that, Second time because you needed to hear it again. And I think Miss Rita believes that about me all the time because she'll talk to me and then call me three more times to confirm that conversation. So I tried it on her yesterday. It only works when you're sincere. And she was with you, and I called back three straight times. I didn't want nothing. I just wanted to do to her as she'd been doing to me. But hers was legit, and she wasn't frustrated on the other end. She was laughing, so was Jaira. P. 
People can do good deeds without knowing Jesus as Savior. Have you met some good people that don't know Jesus? They can do good deeds, but man's good isn't God. That's why Romans 3.23 says everyone has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Just because you're good doesn't mean that that's going to get you to heaven. A lot of people think if they do a lot of good, they don't have to really accept Jesus as their Savior because their good is going to get them to God. So no, the fact of you're good only that makes you think you are God and you've already reached as far as heaven as you will get. When we come to God, we are given his word so that we can learn to do well. Right? He says, it says back there, we learn to do well. Isaiah 1 verse 17, learn to do well. Well, why does, what's the deal with well over good? Well is a, is a uh, subject matter of being healed. Well is a subject matter of being whole. So I can do good, but I may not be healed. I can do good, but I may not be whole. But if I do well, well means that God has made me well. It is well with my soul. My soul is what's responding to this thing that I'm learning about. So I'm learning to be well. What profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his or lose his well? Right? I cannot give up my well because something is entertaining me and may be pleasurable for a moment. I, must, I want to do well. I want to get to that place. So when he did that, he says, I got to learn to do well. So what was his word to Paul? Well done, well, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into thy rest. Don't pick up them weights without using your legs because you're only using part of you. And part of you is going to end up hurting you and keep you from resting. So I don't want to use part of me. So willingness, willing means to a ready and prepared mind to volunteer. So I'm willing. So, so uh, one of our prayers, uh, willing and obedient is a selfless life to serve others under the authority of God. So one of our prayers to the, to the kids in the morning was that you will wake up, learn. Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4, you wake up, learn, learn to do well because you learn to study well. Well done, now good and faithful servant. You're going to willfully obey and then you're going to want what's given to you at your school. Now, any of you ladies interested in speaking, <laughs> I was just uh, given a challenge to that, and I'm probably going to have also invite Miss Rita, that in the middle schools, this middle school, these young ladies are accepting young boys, beating them up as a relationship. Literally going to the teacher and justifying, I deserve that because that's what my mom gets, and that's what my aunt gets. And that's what he's seen, so that's all he knows, and that's all we know, so he loves me. By the way, it's been happening since I was in the fifth grade. It's not bullying, miss. He loves me. Sister Tori, can you, she, now this lady is a strong lady. She's been speaking it, but you know when they hear somebody's voice for so long, they tune them out. And she says, can you get someone? And I go, why don't you tell them? She says, you think I haven't? I was like, well, I didn't mean to get <laughs> didn't mean to start nothing. <laughs> she says, do you think you know someone? I said, well, I will, I will look around and get us somebody. Honestly believe. Now, I said, now, will your school let us talk the way we need to talk, though? Because your, your principal already told me, don't say nothing about drugs because this is only the seventh grade. They don't hear that stuff. Man, please. In fact, stop talking to me like that. You shouldn't have invited me. I'm going to say it now even more. You can kick me out. I'm doing it for free. But I found out his daughter was in the class. 
He don't want me to say nothing to hurt her. Yeah. Come to find out, they've been trying to get her to do drugs just to mess with him. So our world tends to bury their heads and not look at what's good. But we're going to, and I spoke well, <laughs> spoke well and delivered everything I need to deliver because I said these kids are playing mature games with a mature mind and some of them are saying some mature stuff in person. And that's why they think it's okay to beat one another and the little boys think it's okay to beat the girls and the little girls think it's okay to receive a beating so that they can say they're in a relationship. Y'all know, look, I'm looking at y'all's faces. All it would have taken was one time your child came home, boy or girl, <laughs> the little girl goes, oh, they just beat me across the back because he loves me. Man, school is going to get turned out. Or your little boy come home and say, oh, I just beat this little girl up because she's my woman. Can you imagine what y'all going to do? Look, I'm just looking at y'all like, ain't no need to judge me. I learned well how to go to jail. Is what we'll learn well to do. But, but again, when pain begins to go and somebody don't deal with a mistake, then they let that mistake turn into a losing streak. And so they don't realize that the decision that they're making, remember we said on, I believe it was Wednesday night, when it talks about Deuteronomy, how the uh, parents will begin to eat uh, cannibalism, eat their own babies. And what it was was an example of the decisions we make. We'll either eat our kids or feed our kids. It's a kind of, kind of decision that we're making. Because they could get eaten up by this world because we've gotten ourselves out of the way by decisions that we make. That's why I want to live wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. All right, good, good. See, y'all are with me now. So, so let me ask you guys a question. Uh, when y'all do something, do you do it with all your heart? Yeah, there we go. We're getting better at that answer, right? Got to do it with all our heart. I didn't say we were perfect with it. We do it with all our heart. Get it there. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 through 11. For, a just, for at just the right time, while we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. What a, what a great message to the church. Not, not that you can get anything out of it, but would, are you willing to die for what you cannot get something out of? Are you willing to do all the extra and go the extra mile, even though something cannot be done for you? My kids made me feel bad, Jay. We're coming from the mall where I spent money on them. And we're coming over the overpass off of the uh, toll road of 45 to get on 35 at 75 miles an hour. I know I'm supposed to slow down on that high part of it. And there was a man on the side of the road. After we passed him, the my boy said, Mom would have stopped the car and did a U-turn on the bridge. We ain't with your mama now, are you? <laughs> You didn't say that. She didn't do a U-turn to come here at 12 when we were stuck here for three hours. She would. She would have helped that man. She, she wouldn't have left him over there. I said, I don't know how to fix his truck. She gave him a ride. She did, they telling me this. I didn't turn around. I don't want y'all to look for some great miracle. I didn't turn around on the highway. I don't know what y'all waiting on. Y'all looking like, well, what, what happened? How did it go down? I went on down the road is what I did. I can't believe they're saying this to me. What they were saying, they weren't saying it to make me feel bad. They were just talking about their mom has been such an example to them. Anytime they're in the car, they always see her help people. Like They were saying, I don't understand why she does that. She don't know these people. And I said, well, you know that when you're in the car with her, you're supposed to be protecting her. You're, you're big enough to eat all the food. You better be in there to help. 
Now, what you don't want is something happen to your mom, and I find out you sat in the car. That's what you don't want. Because you remember the little man at Foot Locker? What he didn't get, you will get. It is rare, indeed, for anyone to die for a righteous man. Though for for a good man, someone might possibly dare to die. Right? Right there to die. Um, gosh, and I can't believe it. Selena. Selena, the famous the singer, right? There's people having a great debate that she had so much future. I can't believe someone killed her, and she had so much promise. That's why I hate the lady that killed her. I hate her. And I go, well, we hate anyone that murders that don't ask for forgiveness and feel like they had a right to murder somebody. That ain't good. I said, but what makes her life better than anybody else that's been murdered? Well, she was popular. So that's your judge? Any life taken out was, had a great potential. Yeah, but she was famous. I said, the minute we let popularity uh, make one human life better than another, we already got a problem. I wonder how many people you've murdered emotionally and mentally because they weren't popular enough to be in your presence. Yeah, man, when that conversation ended... I don't want to move too much. I just barely got in this suit. So, All right. It is rare indeed for anyone to die for a righteous man. So for a righteous man, this is a good person to die. Die to your position. And, and really, I was thinking about Miss Rita and that she died. So wherever she's headed, and usually that's probably somewhere to get meet something to eat. And the, the pastor can last. He can make it. Die so that to make sure she helps someone. Godly isn't bypassing what you can do. He said, but God proves his love for us in this while we were still sinners. Aren't we glad that God didn't wait for us to get good enough? Christ died for us. Therefore, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from wrath through him? For if when we were enemies of God, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life? If we were saved by his death, how much more are we saved through his life, right? In other words, if I'm saved from hell through his death, I'm saved to live like heaven through his life. You can live for Jesus. For if when we were enemies of God, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more having seen, been reconciled shall we be saved through his life? Not only so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received reconciliation. That means we've received to get along. He died so we could get along with him. He died so we could get along with each other. In other words, that we learn how to do well. Learn how to do well. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to learn how to do well. The example from heaven is to give when it isn't convenient and for the comfort of heaven in, in an uncomfortable world. So what I'm about to do, I'm about to give, and it's not going to be comfortable here, but it's for the comfort of heaven. If you've ever done that, you've ever given, if you've got kids, you've done this all the time, where they've eaten and you haven't. Where they've gotten and you didn't get. Right? It was the comfort of your parenthood. It was the comforting of that I'm a parent. I've got them here. I'm giving for them. Here we go. Have you ever done that for God where it was comfortable for heaven and uncomfortable for you? Right? Punching, footlocker, worker, comfortable for me, uncomfortable for heaven. 
I don't want to mess up my heavenly bed for an earthly pleasure. I want to be able to have those fitted sheets. Any of you men struggle with the fitted sheets, putting them on? I, I hate them. Why are they there? Why can't we just have stuff that just lay across? Just why does, I mean, I'm like pulling them and it jerks off one end. I overpull, underpull. I can't lay across one end because she's got these gigantic beds that we can't even reach where my feet are no longer touching the ground where I try to get half of it. And they got these things where it's got the little ruffled end and then, and then I'll do it. If I do do it, I do it. And then she goes, you've got it on upside down. Well, I don't care. Ain't nobody going to see this thing anyway. It's on wrong. And that's why you struggle. You don't pay attention. So God should be telling you something right now about how I feel. If there's any prophecy in you at all, it should be coming out right now. Thus saith the Lord, he can't take anymore. Let him go outside and play. The example from heaven is to give that thing that's uncomfortable uh, in this world, but comfortable for heaven. The word supersedes the world because it treasures heaven to overcome the sins of this world. And that's why we have to learn to do well, learn to do well by the word of God. The word is never going to always agree with the world because the world is thinking in such a different way. And I forget who I was telling that to, but they asked uh, Billy Graham's daughter, the, the reporter doing the report says, how could God let so many bad things happen in the school? She says, well, God's a gentleman. And when we asked him to leave schools, he left. So this is what happens when God ain't in school no more. This is what happens to our kids, where our kids are no longer conscious of death and, 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 and uh, guilt because or, or consequences because we are, some doctor said don't spank them because it'll ruin their little personality. And now they got personalities, they're beating up their parents and killing people and don't care because they've never been disciplined. That reporter stopped asking questions. Right? <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah, so we take God out. God goes in. He's a gentleman. Here's how it looks without me. Now let's put some prayer back in the schools. Because without God, without all of God, we get all of the mess. Really, dude, I mean, you, if you, you, you guys, I don't know if you've been to the mall in a while. Some of the kids are so rude. They'll step on you and not say a word. You have to develop. I had to develop a face. Around 1.30, I had. That's the way I walked around. Like, I, I hope you do. You'd step on me, little boy. Step on me. Now, I wasn't going to, you know, I wouldn't hit anybody, but they just, I, I, I can't be out there and preach on Sunday. I can't, I can't do it. It was work. I had to go home and learn to do well. Everybody had to leave me for a while. I needed time to myself. And, and they just, and it's, it's a world out there where God says, you need to give it the word. And the word is not going to always match the world. Because the world has stuff that they're doing that doesn't go along with my word. So you have to be able to put that thing in there. So word supersedes the world because it is treasures heaven to overcome the sins of this world. This act of love comes with our entire heart, soul, mind, and body aligned with God will bring your all in order to do all for Christ. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through 
Christ, right? <laughs> right? You all notice I read it slowly. How do y'all do things? Do you do things with all your heart? Yes. Because if not, quit putting that on tattoos when you won't give it your all, but you want all. When we are willing to do everything in Christ's word, the door to do all things through Christ becomes a lifestyle. All right? I can do all things through Christ because I'm willing to do all things through his word. Right? We even do that even in raising our kids. Face grace. Face grace. Face it. Grace. Face it. Grace. And live in God's way. Faith got us in and faith will get us through. Faith gets you to God. Faith gets you through your circumstances. It's only faith, right? By faith are we saved through grace, right? All those things. I learned to live well. Leave nothing for the world to work with in your life. And I believe the verse is, and I'm not sure on this, but you can write them down. In fact, I'll give you a bunch of them together, so hopefully I'll get it right. John 14, 29 through 31. One of those say... <laughs> talks about the enemy came looking, but he found nothing of his in me. Right? Yesterday, had the devil showed up around 3 o'clock, he'd have found something in me that belonged to him. Zanger. In fact, he'd have found a whole, he'd have found a whole living space. But as I turned and walked out of the store and I turned toward God like the prodigal son, and God ran toward me, and loved on me and hugged me, he realized there was nothing in there he could eat from. Right? He may have an hors d'oeuvre, but don't let him stay for dinner and dessert. Just reminded of an old post that came up on my uh, social media that just because your mind draws an image doesn't mean you have to color it. And sometimes we understand in the lines, uh, I'm stupid, and I'm, I'm never going to mount the engine. I got these many mistakes, and we're coloring that well. I don't know how y'all learn how to color, but I used to have to make the out, I had to trace the out part so I didn't cross the line, right? And, I had to st and that's how I stayed inside the line. Well, God is telling you to believe beyond your lines and your limitations because we got the faith to do it. Amen? Amen. All right, I want you guys to bow your heads with all your heart. <laughs> soul, mind, and body. Bow with all of that. Because what y'all admitted to me today is that you've been leaving your eyes open on some of this stuff. All right. So, Father, we just pray. We thank you, Lord God, for what you've done for us. Now, Lord God, you've called us to learn with everything that we got. Isaiah 117. Learn to do well. I thank you for my life. I'm not criticizing my life. I don't believe anyone in here, Lord, is criticizing their life. Lord, we ask that we do well in some other areas. Not all the areas are as well as others. So, Father, I'm sick in some areas. I'm sick in my commitments. Maybe I'm sick in my motivation. Maybe I'm sick in my forgiveness or sick in unforgiveness. Whatever it is, Lord God, I want to be well. I want to learn well. 
my heart, I wanted to give as much as my soul is. I, I know, Father, if, if we were to die in here, I believe everyone in here I know, Father, personally has given their life to Christ and they are well for heaven, is well with their soul. Lord, that there are days that my heart don't feel well with heaven. And there are days that my mind doesn't feel well with heaven and I need those things to align with my soul. And Father God, I call them to you and I present them to you with all of my heart. Jesus, here you go. Refuse to let what may have broken it years ago still be there and make me unwell and feel unfit for my life. So Lord Jesus, thank you. Here's my heart. Well, here's all of it. Make it well. Help me learn to know that it's well. Help me learn to know that it is good, it's forgiven, it's set free. And whatever broke it before doesn't have any right to stay and keep it broken. I give it to you, Jesus. It is well. Give it. Show me how to live in it. Father, I pray my mind. Never be an anointing released in my mind. That I learn to live well in my mind, my thought life. There are days that show up and try to convince me I don't know how to win. Try to convince me I'm never going to win again, but the devil's a liar. Not today, devil. My mind is well. And now I'm under the anointing and under the assignment of the greatest commandment of God to love the Lord thy God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and body, and to love my neighbor as I love myself because all of it has now been set in a place of well. And I thank you, Jesus. Well done, thou good and faithful servant, that my heart is alive, my mind is receptive. And I know that I have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. I'm not a bad husband. I'm not a bad wife. I'm not a bad spouse. I'm not a bad parent. I'm not a bad relative. I'm not a bad worker. I'm not a bad person. I got dreams. I got goals. And, and, and I need my life to begin to respond well to those things. And I thank you for your word. You left it here for me to have a well to spring from me. So Jesus, here I am. Take all of me, Jesus. I present all of me. I don't want to just quote pieces of I can do all things through Christ when I'm unwilling to do everything for Christ. Here, Lord, all of me. All of me. I want you guys just all of you. Anger, bitterness, frustration. Don't let me be the only one having a testimony where God had to walk me away. You've had to walk away as well. But all of it to be gone. Say, so here it is, Jesus. I thank you for making me well and healing me. Top of my head, the soles of my feet, I'm blessed. And I give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, everybody say, amen, amen.